What do product and some types have to do with data modeling? By the end of this episode, I hope to answer that question because I missed it when I talked about product and some types the last time. Hi, my name is Eric Normand, and I help people thrive with functional programming. So a few episodes back, I talked about product and some types and explained what they were. Uh, and I'm, so I'm not going to go over that again um, because, uh, you know, you can just go listen to that one and, and get it all. Uh, but I did get a couple questions about why I mentioned them and what they have to do with data modeling at all. And I realized uh, I had explained what they were, but I totally forgot to talk about why, why you would want to use them at all. Um, okay, so now I'm going to try to explain that. So when you have a, a domain that you're modeling, there are, in the, in, let's just look at a simple case, all right? So you're, you're modeling this domain and there's certain cases that you have to capture. And let's say that there are 10 cases, okay? Now, one thing you could do is simply enumerate all of the cases. Let's say it's 10 states that the system can be in. You can just enumerate them. So you have one type that has all 10 cases, okay? So that would be a sum type that um, has the 10 different constructors, let's say. But there's other ways you can um, hit the number 10 as well, right? So you could have two fives, right? So you could have two types, um, let's say a five each, and then have an either between them. An either is a sum type. So it's going to sum the five and the five, right? So that gives you 10. Now, another way you could do it is you could have a two times five. So not five plus five, but two times five, meaning you use a product type where the first, let's say a tuple, right? A tuple is a product type. So the first element of the tuple has two cases and the second element has five. So now you've got the two times five and you've got 10 again. Right, so this is the kind of thinking that you can do once you realize that there are uh, these product and some types that you can use, right? Now, why do you wanna target the number of cases exactly? Well, if you, there, I, I've done a, a, a very detailed analysis for my book of this. It's not gonna be in the book um, because it's kind of boring, but if you've got too many cases in your domain model, that means a case that doesn't really exist in the real world, but it exists in your software, like it's possible. Like let's say you did five plus six, and so that's 11. So there's 11 cases, but one of them shouldn't be used. At some point, you're gonna either use it or have like an, a conditional to make sure it's not being used. 
right? And conditionals add complexity to your code. So if you have extra cases, you're adding complexity. Now, what if you had nine cases when there's really 10 cases in your, in your domain? If you, only, if you only have nine cases in your code, that means that you're probably going to be overloading one of those cases to make up for it, right? So you're probably gonna be using one of those cases in two different ways and your code is gonna have to have a conditional to figure out which one of the cases it really should be, okay? So in both cases, in both, both of those situations, you are missing the perfect fit between your domain model and the domain itself and adding complexity because of it. Okay, so an example of something, I mean, just a very s simple and uh, almost silly example of a time when you might have a misfit is uh, and th this happens a lot. Um, you have something like uh, you're, you're reading a sensor, like a thermometer, and sometimes when you do a read, it doesn't give you a number. But your the API you're given doesn't have a way to not return a number because it's C or something. So the return value is always a number. So what does it do? It overloads zero to be either zero or oops, I didn't get a reading when you asked me for it because you know the sensor uh, was down or you're trying to ask too quickly or something like that. So it's overloading zero because there's this case that doesn't fit within the type. The type that they chose was int and there's this extra case that they want to represent and they had to over and that's not in the type and so they had to overload one of the values of int with this number. Now maybe they could have chosen a better number like uh, you know something that you're unlikely to ever read like negative one million or something like that. Um, but e even still, even if you had that, you still have um, a, a conditional that you're going to have to deal with. Um, and you would probably have to, you know, if you wanted to convert it to a better type, you'd still have a conditional in there. At least it would be in one place in the conversion code. But um, this, these things happen in real life. Uh, I have a, a memory of a, a system where you could accept both credit card and PayPal. And with credit card, they were using Stripe and PayPal has its own uh, ID. So the Stripe's ID and PayPal's ID were stored in the same database table. And so to know if someone was a Stripe customer, it would take that ID and run a regex on it to see if it looked like a Stripe ID. And to see if it was PayPal, they would run another regex on it to see if it looked like a PayPal ID. So everywhere where you had to use this, uh, you wanted to get the ID or figure out what to do with it, you had to run this regex on the field. Instead, they should have realized that if they had been, if they had known about product and some types, they would have realized that ah, this is actually a sum type, where 
instead of overloading this one field for the two, we should have an either, either uh, PayPal or Stripe or some other system like that that would better fit the domain. And in fact, I have heard that in a recent upgrade, they have made that change because it was causing them a lot of pain. Uh, a lot of code which was just checking for you know is this a stripe id or a paypal id uh, very duplicative code okay so if you have these product and some types notice you've got plus and times right product is times and sum is plus you're able to target any number that you want in different ways in multiple ways so you like i said at the beginning you can have all 10 cases just enumerated in one type or you could break it up into two fives and sum them or you could break it up into three and seven and sum them or you could have two six and another two there's all sorts of ways that you can break it up and that's what the product and sum type gives you it gives you this flexibility to really dig deep into the domain and model it in model it both correctly because you can just do the math and know yes these have all the possible types I mean all the possible cases and I'm not missing any and I don't have any uh, I don't have any extra uh, and uh, you, there you have the flexibility to choose whatever way you want it so if you want to break it down into two like I said two fives and then sum them you can do that you don't have to have the 110 Right? If you want to break it down, like I said before, into a 2 and 5 and multiply them, then you can get the 10. You can do two fours and a, and then add a 2. Right? So, I mean, 2 times 4 and then add a 2 right, to get the 10. So there's, there's, you know, once you open this, this door, you, you can see how easy it is to target a specific number of cases and lets you analyze you know whether you're actually getting the right number of cases and avoid the problems of you know using a using a product type and not realizing that you that actually you know let's say you wanted to target nine things and you used a two times five thinking ah oh, that tenth one i'm never going to use it it's going to be fine um you don't realize the problems. What if you did three times four and you had three extra cases? Like that's even worse. And um, you're, you're just adding complexity to your software. You're creating conditions where a value is possible to be created, but not meaningful in your domain. And so that you're just, you're just asking for trouble. Uh, if you can avoid it, you might as well avoid it um, at the beginning. Okay, so just to recap, we have product and some types which let you uh, easily model any particular number of cases that you might have. And they let you easily analyze what, what, uh, how many cases you do have. Uh, so they're very useful for the for having all the flexibility to target particular numbers and um, being able to know how many you actually have 
so you have both it's both easy to create and very flexibly and easy to see how many you have so an analysis all right um, if you like this episode uh, you should go to lispcast.com slash podcast there you'll find all the past episodes including the one I where I explain uh, product in some types and all the other ones with audio video and text transcripts you'll also find links to subscribe and to find me on social media so get in touch love getting these questions i love answering them on the podcast my name is eric normand this has been my thought on functional programming thank you for listening and rock on